Hello and welcome back to the Final Whistle podcast. My name is Harry McBain and joining me is Bobby Addison as usual. And today we're going to be doing a review of the transfer window, uh, the January transfer window, now that it's uh, Friday, uh, Friday the 5th of February, I think. So we shouldn't really have too many free transfers going about. Uh, So we're just going to assess how how the transfer window has gone for the clubs in the Premier League. We've got a tier list maker thing here because we thought we might spice it up a bit. Um, So... Let's get straight into it, Bobby. First off, uh, in our list, Arsenal. Let's let have a read. What have you thoughts? Well, I mean, generally, you wouldn't assume that it would be that good. I mean, it's not bad at all. But I think in comparison with a lot of other teams and the amount of business in the time at the moment, there's not really that much happened. And I think, you know, uh, Rekic, I think that's a, a good signing. Obviously, a young centre-back. I think he's playing in the under-23s. I'm not sure how consistently. And obviously, Matt Ryan's coming on loan from Brighton, injured, unfortunately, which should be quite handy right now. But, yeah, that's a decent signing. Obviously, the the highlight of that, uh, Erdegaard, you know, he's a quality player and hopefully we see a decent amount of him. But I do think probably the main focus point is the people that have left. So, obviously, you've got Kalasinac has gone out on loan. Saliba's gone out on loan. Matt Macy, Socrates, Meza Ozil, Matt uh, Smith, and then Mustafi, Maitland, Niles, Willock. There's a lot of wages freed up. So I do think it has actually been, I think I would say, a decent transfer window for Arsenal in terms of ins and outs. So just to, uh, for anyone listening without the what being able to watch this vid- visually, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple, our options are a strong transfer window, a decent transfer window, an average transfer window a poor window or a bad window. So Arsenal going in there uh, first at decent. And then uh, I'll move on to Villa now. It wasn't really much happening uh, down at Villa Park. They brought in, I think, Sanson, the midfielder, 26 yeah. from Lyon or Marseille. They brought him in for, for about 15 million. They managed to get out Henry Lansbury, I think, on a free transfer or... Uh, or you know, released, a, cheap, yeah. a cheap one. He got released, and Connor Hurahan's out on loan at Swansea. So I mean, not really anything to shout about. So uh, I was going to put them into the average column because there wasn't really much that you could get excited about. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. And so obviously, then Brighton. next to Brighton, yeah, they have brought in Moise Caicedo. I've probably butchered that name, but he's coming from Independiente. I don't know much about him. I don't even know how good he is. And they've released a decent amount of players. Obviously, Matt Ryan has come to Arsenal. I'm sure they will be a little bit disappointed about that, but obviously he's not getting as much game time. So I think, you know, it's not the worst thing to happen to them. But mm. I do think based on their situation, they're not doing the best in the league. Obviously, Villa had an average window but I think they're doing all right in the league anyway so it was arguable that you know that one sign they made was uh sub uh, Sanson yeah Sanson that's one but yeah I think Brighton maybe this new guy he could come in he could do a decent job but I think maybe they could have put in a uh another couple signs and maybe some championship players or some premier ex-premier league players to you know maybe strengthen them up a bit so I think I'll put them in poor uh, well, just to talk about them quickly, I see, uh, obviously, they got rid of Glenn Murray, who came to Forest to link up with Hewton, um, mm-hmm. and the Casado bloke. I thought I saw a few twi- uh, Brighton fans on Twitter wanting him, so, I mean, it's yeah. if they wanted him. But, yeah, I agree, they could have done a bit better. 
Yeah. Now, moving on to the next club, uh, Burnley. I really think this was quite a poor window. I mean, they've got a very strong squad who have been together for quite a long time. So they obviously don't necessarily need to bring in a lot of players, but they brought in someone, Richard Nate or, Nate or whatever, on a free. Yeah. I mean, I've never heard of him. Uh, I don't really know much about him, to be honest. And they got rid of a few players out on like releases and loans. I think maybe they could have done with another like pr- Premier League like level person that they've signed. Like they yeah. signed Jack Cork a few years ago. Um, nothing really amazing, so I'm just going to put them in poor. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think. And obviously, next it is Chelsea. Once again, it is a little bit you know self standard. They haven't brought any. They haven't brought anyone in. They've got rid of Bikayo tomorrow on loan to AC Milan. I think mm. there is an option to buy in the clause yeah. as well. And um, I'm sure a lot of uh, Chelsea fans would be happy with that because I'm sure as a younger player, they're all, you know, they'll want to keep him in. Danny Drinkwater's gone off to, uh, what's that? Some, Some Turkish club or whatever. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, I'm sure they'll be glad to see the rid of him for a little bit. He's obviously been quite substandard for them. So, yeah, I mean, there's not really much. We can judge them. They've sent out their usual frontier of loan players off to random clubs so i think we're just gonna have to go for paul yeah i think if you were gonna look at their transfers and obviously sending out tomoria and i don't think it was a massive possible like buy clause that they inserted on the deal so uh could be a bit of a mistake there for chelsea but they do their business it's really weird business as we've seen with the loans so they've yeah. obviously thought that they've got a good enough um good enough things coming in and with Tuchel now appointed they reckon that they might be going after Sula from Bayern Munich in the summer so oh, getting yeah. rid of Tomori, uh, Tomori might not be that bad if they bring in a good replacement um, yeah, definitely. next on the list Crystal Palace uh, they brought in the striker Jean-Philippe Mateta for about three million and to be honest if he's as good as he was on as he is on FIFA then they've, <laughs> they've got a good they've got a a good striker on their hands. I think they definitely needed another striker to, you know, go alongside Ayu and uh, Ben Teke, obviously not the greatest options up there. Um, you can put up front as well. I yeah. Think. Okay. Um, so Mateta, good striker. They got, uh, they sent out Max Meyer, I think on a free transfer, I th- yeah, or, really, yeah. which was quite a surprise to see because I'm pretty sure he was one of the record signings the other year or two ago. Um, Obviously, I don't think it really worked out for him. So I'm just going to put them in average because it was yeah, an okay right. season. Yeah, they're doing all right. Window and even. Have Everton. Yeah, now, interesting one. Yeah, it was a little bit, uh, you know, it's the standard like releases of a lot of people on loan. You got Yannick Balassi who's gone off to Middlesbrough, which is, you know, still not managed to get into the Everton side. And Kane Tosin has gone on loan to Besiktas. And I think. You know, in terms of outs, it's a decent amount, taking stuff off the wage, but obviously. And then, well, I think it was on deadline day or something around then, they brought Joshua King in from Bournemouth, only on loan. But I do think that's actually a really good signing for them because, you know, you can't rely on Calvert-Lewin all the time to stay unfit. And I think he probably would bring a little bit of dynamism to their attack, you know, because uh, obviously he's Premier League proven. He's a little bit quicker, shorter, more agile. And I think, you know, he could be a great player for Everton. So... I think based on the fact that they have brought him in on deadline day, you know, it's something that they do need. I think I'd put him in decent. 
Yeah, Josh King, quite a good deal. I I didn't I don't think there was really any major links until deadline day of him going to yeah. Everton. Uh, I think he was looking elsewhere in the Premier League. Southampton were quite strongly linked with him. Uh, but I, I think, as you said, a good deal, especially as it's a good backup for uh, Calvert-Lewin. Uh, next yeah, on the list, Fulham. Um, Scott Parker's team not doing brilliantly in the league. They've done some good, uh, good few results. And, you know, they've brought in someone that I was quite surprised to see come in is Josh Madger that used to be at Sunderland, who um, obviously went off to Bordeaux from Sunderland and he's been brought in on loan. I'm not really sure if there's an option mm-hmm. to buy, but he came in on loan. He's, he's a good striker, and but they also managed to send out a few more players on loan. Uh, Seri, the midfielder, has gone out on loan. Kamara, the striker. Is Anthony Nocati still had a loan extension to Nottingham Forest? Forest yeah, I mean, I'm happy about that. Good player. I don't know whether we'll be able to sign him properly in the summer because of his wages, but um, yeah. Some good outgoings for them, really, on loan to clear out their squad. And I think Madra could bring a bit of more excitement to their attack because they've got yeah, Mitrovic up there. And, you know, it's it's not that bad of a deal. So I'm actually yeah. going to put them in decent. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. Leeds. Leeds United. They're having a decent season. You know, they've got a team that isn't ridiculously injury prone, I don't think. Like, they're... The whole team is built a lot around fitness and stamina, so I think they're right in that sort of department. They haven't actually brought anyone in. They've sent you know, a few people out on loan. One put Connor Shaughnessy has been released, obviously. And uh, JJ, uh, J, J. Roy Grotz, whoever that is, oh, has been one of their loans players. The FL Osnabrück. So, yeah, I mean, no business done in bringing players in, which I thought they probably could have done, you know, because, you know... It, there's always room for improvement in that team, I think. So, yeah, I think I'd go for... Oh, I think I'm going to have to go for poor. If I've criticised other teams for not bringing in, I think I'll go poor. Yeah, I, I had a look at them, and I think the only players I could see coming in were two you like really young players for their yeah. academy. So, as you as you said there, and as they've said in, um, in like, punditry, that they've been consistently inconsistent, and I think they need to, to bring in a few good, like, high-level players... Um, mm-hmm. So next on the list, Leicester, as you said, they're about having no one brought in a poor window. Yeah. Leicester brought no one in, which yeah, I was, I, I mean, I'm surprised they didn't bring in a striker that could have gone up for Vardy behind Vardy mm-hmm. if he's not in, if he's not injured, but they've got Ichia Nacho who's kind of good enough to be back yeah. up. I, there isn't really many spaces that they could fill in that team. So I'm not going to put them in poor. I'm going to put them in average just because I don't think they really needed massive improvements to the team. And, well, they haven't added anything to the team. So, yeah, no, definitely. in average. Because I think some people may criticise us and say, oh, well, why have you put Leicester in average and these ones in poor when they've brought no one in and they've brought no one in? But I think it's also based on how well they're doing. Like, Leicester are doing well in the league anyway. So it's all sort of in context with everything. Mm. Anyway, obviously, Liverpool now. The main two, obviously, being Ben Davies from Preston on a permanent transfer as a centre-back and then yeah. Ozan Kabak from Schalke. Obviously, I saw the uh, what Paul Merson said about that Kabak guy saying his agent probably deserves a knighthood because I think Schalke have won like one game this season or something. So mm. the, the fact that they've managed to pull off a deal to get into the Champions is uh, it's brilliant on their terms. I mean, I don't know whether they're going to improve Liverpool season. Obviously, it's slowly 
declining after that unfortunate mm. loss to Brighton, which is really that Crazy. was brilliant. Yeah, but you know they they went out and they did the business. It looked like they were about to sign about fifteen different centre backs by deadline day, but you know they only got two in the end. So yeah, mm. I think it's all right. Obviously, no one noteworthy going out apart from Minamino. God, Minamino, <laughs> who is probably sitting in his chair crying at that nine nil defeat. Mm. He's like, what yeah. have I got myself into here? So yeah, I think sending him out could either give him experience or just solidify the fact that he's in total flop and not really a waste of money because he's quite cheap anyway. But, you know, I think it's an all right uh, window for Liverpool. They went and got the job done. So I think I go average, yeah, average. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, the centre-back options, you could have said that they could have got someone a bit more experienced in the Premier League, but yeah. I don't really see many experienced Premier League defenders wanting to come and sit on the bench for a team... But back, last yeah. season, you would have gone, all right, I'll sit on the bench for this team because they're more likely going to win the league. But this yeah. season, they're not looking very good. So I think most people they could have approached might have not been interested. Um, yeah, definitely. Moving on, Man City. Guess what? It's another team with practically no incomings. Um, yeah. They've sent out the loan brigade once again. They did bring one person in, uh, Philip Stevinovich. Stevinovich came in for about Young seven, 18 million. Um, no, sorry, not 18 years old, seven. Oh, right, million. yeah. I was gonna say, um, <laughs> uh, 18 year old for about seven million. Obviously, he seems like a good player. They beat Manchester United to the signing, so I think it was close between them. Um, but they immediately sent him out on loan, so he's clearly not good enough for Pep Guardiola's first team. So, yeah. if it's not going to come into the first team, then there's not really much to say about it. So, it's an average oh, yeah. window. They don't really need any more strengthening. So, no, yeah, I think the teams are right as is, to be honest. Yeah, move over to the other side of Manchester. Yeah, Man United. Obviously, now uh, the deal for Amadiallo has been completed after the summer. They signed him and now he's uh, come back. Was it? I don't know how it actually works. Is he on loan there or something? I'm not really yeah, sure. But it he's coming from yeah. Atlanta. And obviously, they sent, you know, a few headline players out. Marcus Rojo has gone to Boca Juniors, permanent transfer. And you've got Tahith Chong. You know, he's a club legend for me. His <laughs> ultimate screen card in FIFA 20 was uh, brilliant. But anyway, I, I digress. And then obviously, Jesse Lingard, the interesting one, goes out alone to West Ham and revitalized his Ronaldinho-esque performance and managed to get two goals in his debut, no matter how poor the saves were from Fabianski. It was Fabianski, wasn't it? Yeah, because it was yeah. against... Um... Wait, no. No, it was against whoever... Wait, that's no, that's the West Ham goal. Yeah. What's his name? Um, I can't remember who they played. Pickford. Is it Pickford? They, some, poor, anyway. some random goalkeeper's poor performance. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> I will, I'll insert a name in the edit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then obviously, uh, Fossi Mensa's gone to Bayer Leverkusen. Interesting one. That was also on the permanent transfer. So apart from that, I think it's all right. I think Amad Diallo, who'll be great signing. Obviously, he's a young player and he's got a lot of potential. So I think I'll put him in decent. Yeah, I saw a thing that Diallo, when he signed, played in one of the under-18s games or whatever, and against Liverpool was under-19s and scored multiple goals. Yeah, he scored them. a plank so penalty as well. He's clearly a very good signing. Uh, moving on to Newcastle, uh, they brought Josh Willock in, which, to be fair for Arsenal, Joe, the wrong <laughs> the wrong Willock, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I'll just say they brought Willock in. There you go. Um, on loan from Arsenal, I think. Is it on loan? Um, yeah, it either was way, loan. he's really good signing, I think, for them. It's a bit of energy for them. I mean, there's not really 
much that could go wrong with it. Their team isn't great anyway. So yeah. if he doesn't perform well, then he's a like average player for them. And if he performs really well, then he's great. Um, they sent out, I think they got rid of Yedlin, which was quite an interesting one. He's been there for a long time. Um, so there's not really much to shout about as most of the teams haven't had in this window. So I think I've got to shove him in average. Yeah, I think that's fair enough since they brought uh, Willock in. Anyway, so off to Sheffield United now. I don't know if this is... I thought they would have had some sort of damage limitation. You know, I thought they would have maybe brought someone in and tried to save their season. But it looks like maybe they're just preparing for defeat, do you think? Mm -hmm. They haven't brought anyone in. They've sent three people out on loan. I think it's probably going to be our first bad of the video. As much as it, you know, pains me to say it, but... You know, it clearly seems like the club or the board has decided they don't want to invest any money in the, in the team right now. And maybe do you, do you reckon this could be the end of Chris Wilder? I don't know if that is a thing we have to consider or not. Or I, I from what I read the other day, it was that uh, the owner, like Prince Abdul or whatever, had said he'd got special permission to fly over to the UK to tell Chris Wilder that his job is safe, even if they get relegated. So, oh really? They obviously trust in him, and maybe the fact that he's not brought anyone it might just be to do with not having to bring in a new face that they've got a strong squad for next season already i guess in the championship so it'll be interesting but yeah i think from what i've heard wilder is staying okay so um next team on the list southampton um they brought in minamino or as bobby said minamino um uh they didn't really get rid of anyone uh worthy of mention um they can't really get much worse than the 9-0 defeat to United uh, no, the other really. evening. So Minamino can only be a good signing for them, I think. it's Yeah, I think so as well. He's a good, talented player. I don't think he got any decent game time at Liverpool that you know could help him show his talent. But we saw when he was at Salzburg that he's got quality. Uh, so I think it's a really good signing for them. So I'm just going to put him in decent. All right, fair enough. Obviously... Mighty Tottenham Hotspur. Tottenham Hotspur, great. Yes. Uh, once again, no one's come in. Great. But we have the releases of quite a few amount of people. Obviously, uh, their old uh, Argentine goalkeeper's gone out on loan to Elche. Uh, wait, does that say Mauricio Pochettino? Oh, his son, yeah. Is it his son? All oh, right, okay. Yeah. I was a bit confused there. <laughs> um, apart from that, no one that noteworthy from Spurs. And I think... You know, they're Tottenham. They don't really need that much, uh, what's the word, improvement in their team. Yeah. Apart from maybe, I don't know. I think it's just going to have to be an average one. Maybe, okay. actually, arguably, it could have been poor because their form at the moment has not actually been that good. It's, I'm definitely going to get some call-outs because I've put Arsenal in decent and Tottenham in poor, but I don't care. Yeah, it would be the first time but, Arsenal finished Spur- above Spurs. We, we make the video. <laughs> um then we've got three teams left. So West Brom first. I'm actually quite impressed with their window. Oh, yeah, like same. Allardyce has brought in the mighty Snodgrass from West Ham. Um, <laughs> J- uh, Maitland Niles has come in. Um, yeah, I think it's probably the, the, the key one, isn't it? I think mm. that is a signing maybe on half of Arsenal because they want him to get game time. Also, I think that is a really good sign from West Brom. Yeah, and they brought in as a striker, Umbe Diagne. Um, he would link with Forrest like in the summer, I think. Um, so, yeah. 
that's the level of striker you're looking at. Um, but apart from that, there's some good transfers in there. And I think it shows that they've got the passion to stay up the ownership. Yeah, um, I do. I agree. And that they yeah. trust in Allardyce by bringing in Snodgrass. So I'm actually going to put them or oh, I'm going to put them in strong because I think that is quite a good. Put in strong. I'm putting in strong. I think it. It could be because it could either work both ways because mm. either they bring all these players in, they start clicking, and then maybe the uh, the saving them the saving grace is on for the, like the last end of the season, or they could bring them in, they all do nothing, and West Brom get relegated again. And I look like a total mug. So it's it's um <laughs> it's it's a statement. Bobby put Spurs in poor, so I'm going to go out there and I'm going to put West Brom in strong. What uh, what are you going to say yeah. about West Ham, Bobby? Uh. I don't know. I, you know, when we covered Sebastian Allaire and obviously the West Ham video, go check that out. That was our last upload, all things West Ham, link in bio. Um, but anyway, uh, we thought that they bought Allaire for 30 million. It was actually 40, but they did sell him for 20 million. Mm. So obviously they're clearing up the space there. He wasn't, he clearly wasn't working. And then obviously uh, Robert Snodgrass, who's gone to West Brom, sad he's been times. at the club for a long time. Yeah, sad, sad, sad to see. Winston Breeze gone out to Brentford on loan. I'm not sure how Matthew will feel about that. And then obviously the incomings are the main ones. I mean, uh, finalising the Ben Rama deal, obviously that's fantastic movie. Mm. He's a quality player. Jesse Lingard in could be the signing of the century because West Ham, the title charges on, ladies and gentlemen. And Frederick Alves from Silkborg, I have no idea that is. But yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go strong. Oh, look at uh, that! I'm just gonna say the Wests. The Wests are in strong. Um, yeah. I mean, I love how everyone we're now all like hyping up Jesse Lingard after one game. Um, yeah. But, but it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's amusing. A bit fun, isn't it? Anyway, our last yeah. team is Wolves. Um, not as interesting of a window. They brought in Willian Jose up top in on loan. Obviously, uh, Jimenez is out at the moment because of the head injury that he had. Uh, they out. They sent out a few youngsters. The Luke Matheson that they brought a few years ago from like Rochdale, yeah. whatever's gone out on loan. It's a few decent out there. I think maybe Wolves could add a bit more, a few more quality players in there because they're not yeah, doing do. brilliantly. It's difficult because obviously Jimenez is out. He was one of their key players. Johnny's out. For, he's been out for a long time, and he's also one of their key players. And then obviously Diogo Jota's gone, and. You know, I think the Wolves team is lacking something at the minute. Mm. You know, after watching them against Chelsea, I was like, this team doesn't look the same as it did a little while ago with like their attacking, you know, power. what's the word? Power. Yeah. Obviously, of course, they had to refine their form against Arsenal, or some could argue it was Craig Paulson, but that's for <laughs> another video. Anyway, um, yeah, I think. Wait, who's deciding this one? I can't remember. Me. Is it uh, all right? Well, what you, where are you going to put Wolverhampton Wanderers? I I was going to put them in average because they didn't really. They added a. Decent, no, I'd agree with that. I, they did. They brought in a decent striker. Um, they didn't really. They didn't have massive adjustments needed. I think they could have brought in a few more players. That's why they're not in decent. But it's not a bad window yeah. for them. They got in a good striker to cover for Jimenez, and it's only on loan, so it's not a massive financial commitment. But um, yeah, I agree. They do you reckon? Oh, before we end it, do you think? Looking at uh, the list, is there anything you'd want to change, or are you all pretty are you certain about it? I mean, looking at it, I think it's a pretty fair representation. 
I mean, yeah. I've never seen Arsenal this high up a table in a while. <laughs> um, but I, I, I agree with all of it. It looks it looks quite strong to me. So I think it just sort of sums up the transfer window, doesn't it? There's a lot in the decent, average and poor, which mm. just shows it's been a bit of an average window, to be honest. And I think it also shows the type of window that the January one is, that most big clubs will bring in their massive signings that they've desperately needed in the summer. And I think... The yeah. January is for small clubs, like smaller down clubs, like West Brom, yeah. West Ham, Arsenal. Um, so <laughs> um, it, it it's kind of shows it there. The big clubs in average, Chelsea, the tiny club in poor, along with Spurs. So yeah, um, I think that is really fair representation. Let us all know uh, what you think about that. Um, make sure to share the video with all your friends, because why not? Um, make sure to like uh, and subscribe and let's make sure that Arsenal can never finish this eye up a league table uh, thank you <laughs> and click the post notification bell everyone yeah because then you get updated every time that we post a video or any type of content exactly. and watch out have we got the little animation is that coming up on this video I'll, I'll put it up now um, um, watch out we might be doing some live streams soon but we'll alert you all of that on the final whistle Instagram page make sure you go follow that and the Twitter um, thank you, everybody, for listening. That was the final whistle.